Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a pretty interesting week in NRL Fantasy. It's just a bit of a strange one when you go through, pretty much halfway through the season and basically a week off. And, you know, it's like, oh, what do I do with my videos? So we're just going to bring them out slowly. We're going to really do a deep dive into each of the positions and, and a lot of the guys that we're going to be wanting to bring in for the run home uh, for our final sort of, what, 10 rounds there. So that's going to be the goal, but we've got to get through our people squad scoring for, for this past week. And we actually did pretty well. Uh, a small improvement in rank. We were sitting around the 1,400 mark and coming with a score of 1,188 to get our overall rank down to 1,053. So it was a nice fit round 15 rank of 883. So yeah, still a lot of teams that, that smashed that 1,200 barrier. So yeah, that's out there. And we, we do have a couple of plays that we, we need to be concerned about. We also have the annoying uh, fact that Reese Walsh has been named in the Origin squad to, to contend with. And if you're someone that picked him up last week, then uh, the, the worries uh, came true. So yeah, something to, something to think about going into this week. And, and, you know, the following week when he actually plays Origin. So that's that there. With, uh, yeah, and the other thing is that will will he be able to back up for round 16? And, and then you, you know, he's possibly going to be out for 17 as well. So, yeah. Interesting thoughts. Will will Ponga be back? That's the other question there. So, anyway, people squad. Braley was sitting there with 36 from him and and just not good enough, unfortunately. And had that, that decent week in, in, you know, his 53, but... You know, his last bunch of weeks has been really poor. And we'll have a bit of a deep dive in here now. Um, by the way, how did you guys go this week? Just jump that, pop that in the comments there and, and let me know how you how you fared. My, my personal team didn't go very well, so having no Tom Trebojevic is a bit of a killer. All right, so that first sort of, what, nine, ten games was absolutely incredible. And since then, he just has hardly ran the ball. He's making less tackles, missing a bunch more. Just hasn't been good enough at all with a high score of 52 over those weeks. So this is kind of... If we put it into perspective, it's something that we thought was probably going to happen. You know, with him as a player, we were hoping for like a, maybe a 50 average if we're lucky, right? He was priced at, what, 30, low 32, 30, 31? Um, and we're like, well, if he gets to, you know, somewhere around that 622 price and average close to 50, then he's going to be great. And he obviously exceeded that immensely. Uh, and the last bunch of weeks, he's been scoring a little bit closer to what we thought he was going to throughout the rest of the start of the year. So I'm not sure what has happened. 
with him and, and he's scoring like you know the Knights aren't playing any better or any worse than, than what they were doing at the start of the season like they won a couple of games but yeah, maybe it was because he was up against some lesser teams in, in Dogs, Warriors, Tigers St. George, Titans for example but then he scored some big ones against Panthers and stuff so you, know, you can't really put that to it but I suppose that's what we thought he was going to be the question now is will he be a keeper long term and the worry is the amount of hookers that are actually in the game that are actually good right that are going to be playing in round 17 for example so the, the question is is he going to be a keeper and probably not right that's probably the worry now that he's going to be averaging around that 40 odd which he has over the last five games and do you pick up someone that's not playing 17 just to play in round 16 do you allow him to get some rest and maybe that's what he needed and needed a week off of rest and then he's going to play better I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's probably a smart idea to look to move him on if there's an opportunity that presents. If you have someone that's covering the hooker position, maybe you have a Ben Hunt or something like that, then you could pick up, you can trade him out for someone that that isn't playing in round 17 and and is a gun. But again, with the amount of guys that we're sitting here in that hooker position, it's only really Brandon Smith, Ben Hunt, Damian Cook at the moment, but they all aren't playing 17. So it's really something to think about with those guys or maybe it's worth waiting till Mane comes back in like around 18 or something like that so yeah that's that's the thoughts on Braley there when we're looking at the rest of the team we got Papali at 73 which is great so obviously getting back to that that those really nice scores and he has a 63.5 average as a dual position player we're gonna hold him in the squad forever Toe Harris 76 he's been incredible hasn't he uh, just keeps doing this do, keeps doing his job Connor Watson is someone you could use as a you know hooker cover at this stage if you needed to but again, I wouldn't be relying on him to be you know, getting keeper level scores. And I imagine you know, a bunch of people in the top sort of 100 to 1,000 will be looking to, to potentially move him on if they have some trades left over. But again, not a lot of great options in the hooking position, but obviously mids, there's a bunch of other guys you can pick up like a, like a Payne Haas or something like that who can be a decent, a decent trading target at a, at a nice reduced price or Tao Malolo and these kind of guys that are, that are coming into the fray. Um, but yeah, someone will look to move on at a certain stage of the year. We currently do have 15 trades and I think 90k in the bank, which we'll have a look at as well. But yeah, Pango Jr. is a bit of an interesting one, obviously being suspended for a bunch of weeks now and he doesn't play 17 and looks like he could be moving on to another club anytime soon. So a bit of a shocker there. Uh, only good thing here with Fafida is the fact that he's been named on the bench for for the Maroons and... This should mean that he'll, he'll be able to back up and play some good minutes uh, for the Titans in that next week in round 16. So we shouldn't have any worries this week with this with this, uh, with this this origin. So it's sort of standalone week. So if anyone doesn't know, it is playing played on Sunday and then they'll have the normal round 16 the following week. So yes, no no fixtures this week for our main NRL squads. Moses and Cleary was the awesome combo that, that everyone needed this week to, to dominate. Obviously, yeah, Moses and Cleary. Cleary, sorry. Um... Hughes could have been the other, the really good option there, uh, but that's that. In terms of our centers, Peachy and Avrilo, we can't really complain with that one. Avrilo, slightly lower game, but nothing to to worry about. This was kind of everything that he could do as a as a as a floor without any attacking stats. You know, only one goal in there as well, so yeah, I wouldn't be too stressed with Avrilo. He's going to be a gun in the center position, and then wing fullbacks, we got Hines, Teddy, and Chaboyevich, which was great. So you know, fifty plus for all three of those guys, we definitely can't be complaining there. Uh, we decided to take Gamble's 51 once he played that first game and did well. So he used Schuster as a interchange four. And then we got Johnson, Crichton, and Walsh. So if anyone doesn't have Crichton, I think he's uh, very, very important. Obviously won't be playing in round 17 as he should be in the Origin squad then. Uh, and it would depend if he 
is able to back up the next week in round 16. But you imagine most guys would because we have a, it's basically like they're playing a normal game uh, on the weekend and then can play the next week. So you know, re-injury, re-injury rates or aggravation kind of rates are much lower after you know, three, three, to four, three to four days and, and they can get their proper recovery. So a great trade-in uh, bringing in Johnson. But other than that, yeah, it's a really good week, guys. And when we move on to round 16 and and have 90K in the bank and 15 trades remaining. So a lot more than a lot of people. And I think it's, it's a really nice springboard to move into the top 1,000, which we've only been in once throughout the year. And if you look at the types of players we've got <coughs> on our emergencies, for example, we've got Lanyu and Verils, who will basically, I think, sit there for the rest of the year. Verils will use as a player in 17. If we happen to find a really good cash cow or something like that, we could we could uh, make it worthwhile trading Lanyu down to one of those guys. But... At this stage, we've got you know the majority of our team are you know, high-level players. If we're looking at actual keepers, I think our team's better set up. And we'll count Pangai as one, but we will have to trade him out to someone at that price point who would be a keeper. So we go Braley, we're going to say no at the moment, but Papali'i and Harris, yes. Fafida and Pangai, four. Moses Cleary, six. Peachy and Avrilo, eight. And then you've got Hines, who's a keeper-level player, uh, who will trade to another keeper with that price point, which is fine, at nine. Teddy, 10. Shaboyevich, 11. Johnson 12, Crichton 13, and Walsh would be 14 as a keeper in our squad. We then have, you know, really thinking about that, that's much better than my team is currently set. We have got a bunch of like borderline guys. So our people squad has decided to hold on to the Fafitas. Um, you know, Pango Jr. was a better call than what Madison or Leilua was, for example. Um, holding on to Chaboyevich Tedesco the whole time is really going to pay dividends now and going later into the season. And then we've got some guys on the fringe. So we've got Schuster at 587 that we could upgrade. So if we combine Schuster and Braley, for example, uh, let's say Schuster and Watson, we can go one down and one up. That would give us 15 keepers. Braley, we could almost go straight to a keeper with that extra 90K, for example, get us to a 710 player. That would be 15. And then we've got some random guys here and there around that you know, 429 with Gamble, 383 with Olam. That hopefully can, can make a little bit more cash with Gamble, for example. And then we can... You know, can trade down an Olam and, and upgrade up Gamble, for example, like that, um, uh, to get us closer to a, a gun 16 or 17. So obviously a little bit behind the eight ball in terms of you know a bunch of the guys in the top sort of four to 500 in the ranks would be able to pick up sort of 16 to 17 keepers at this stage if they wanted to, just because team values would be a little bit higher. If we're looking at our team value, what do we got at the moment? sitting with 13.55 plus the 90 so 13.64 is our team value and i've seen guys up closer to 14 mil and if that's the case they are able to to get that gun 16 or 17 but i think we're really close to to being able to really lock in that type of squad uh, and push for you know push for really good ranks over the next bunch of weeks and and really not run out of trades right at the back end where i think we'll be able to make up some spots with um you know being able to cover for injuries and stuff like that so I guess he hopefully Schuster comes back and we can use him as a good, you know, close to fifty point scorer there. Other than that, I think we're we're looking pretty solid. If we're losing Gamble as maybe a uh, that emergency number five player and and be able to uh, loop him possibly if if Laney or someone like that isn't playing in round sixteen, but um, yeah, I think we're I think we're set up pretty well. Let me know what you guys think and what kind of trades would be you think we should be looking at with a Pangai, for example. Obviously, we've got plenty of cash in the bank. Let's have a little look now. And just see how quickly it moves down from, you know, four blokes in the 800s, apart from whoever we have in our squad, and then the rest are, like, you know, lucky to be 700 and going from there. So who do you think we should, you know, with 90K spare, for example, if we were just to make one trade this week 
and go Pengai up to someone here. Is there any of these guys that you'd select? Let me know if you'd, if you'd go through that. We've got, obviously, Smith, Hunt, Cook, Gutho, Carrick. I can't believe he's so high. Uh, you got Mitch Pierce as a half an option. Payne Haas, do you just buy the bullet and get him? Do you get a Luke Thompson? Do you get a Marty Tapao? <coughs> These are the types of guys that are interesting around that price point. Uh, the other thing you can do is is go Watson straight up to one of these guys too, which is interesting. And and you know, as to as to if we do that or not, but this, you know these guys like Harry and Ira, who, who's coming off a few decent, you know, a bunch of decent weeks. Tamalolo at six eighteen. So there's some guys in there that, that that could do a really good job for us. And I suppose that'll be you know we'll have to work out how that how that's going to look. But if you you know think about it, if you picked up a Tamalolo at what forty. 40k more and then we have an extra 50k to bring in someone for Pangai around that 690 around that 690 mark so it could be to power it could be a, a pain half so there's a lot of really good options there uh, around that in that mid and the edge that that could be really strong for us so let me know what you guys think on that because you know that would get us to 14 keepers straight away without even ha- without even trading Braley out so let's say guys um yeah let me know what you thought on that one please do like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content Uh, It's the best way to support me and the channel. I I really appreciate that. And we'll we'll catch you in the next one, guys, where we're going to update through my team, which is going to be a bit of a shit show, for being honest, um, after losing a lot of ranks this week. But that's where we're at on the People Squad. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll catch you in the next one, team. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.